You're listening to Mature Allure. Here, we chat about self-care, relationships, careers, and all the things living a mature life includes. I'm your host, Sherry O. Welcome. Today, we are speaking to Miss Beverly Roberts of Tea Time Moments with Bev. Hi, Beverly. Hello. Hi, Sherry O. How are you? I'm great, thank you. <laughs> So we'll start with you just telling us a little bit about yourself. Okay, my name is Beverly Roberts. I've been in healthcare, I've been a nurse for almost 30 years, can't believe it. Um, so um, my major role is senior advocacy. So I work with seniors in healthcare planning, and also I work in the palliative arena where I help people transition life uh, made ch- life choices at the end of life care for palliative care and hospice care through home health. Okay, wow. So tell us a little bit about tea time, tea time moments with Bev. Well, tea time moments with Bev started on a whim. The actual term tea is an acronym, actually. It stands for Totally Empowered Activist. It came to mind later on, later, um, later, a few years later after we actually started it. But tea is something, when you think of it, you never think of it as something that you do in a hurry. When you think of tea, you think of relaxation, you think of reflection. So that's where the name came from. And we've been around for about 14 years. And I started in my home with about five women. And every year it just grew where people started inviting their friends and inviting their girlfriends and loved ones. And we just grew on that. And our focus is really to allow women the opportunity to speak their truth. Oftentimes we move so quickly, we don't ever stop to talk about what's going on with us. So it's it's a form where we use the art of conversation, kitchen table talk, and share wisdom. Wow. So how did this, how did this, how does this relate to your background and what you've worked with? I know you, you mentioned end of life planning and staging. Was it maybe from doing that kind of work that you understood kind of like, well, how important it is to just take time for yourself and to be in moments and and understand like where you are and, and like you said your voice type thing i mean how does it relate or do the two relate it's actually funny you should mention that because this is a com- it's a combination of the two because i've always sort of been that way where listening to people allowing people to speak and meeting them where they are is very important also being non-judgmental So in the palliative world or end-of-life care, you're doing the same thing. The only difference is that you're working with clients who are aware that end-of-life is near. So the things that we deem as important aren't as important, and their priorities shift. But it's really that listening and allowing people to be themselves. That's actually interesting that you're saying that and 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 talking about being yourself because the whole concept 
behind mature allure is just as you get older, kind of embracing who you are, where you are, and understanding that sometimes it can be a little hard to kind of come to grips with, you know, maybe the wrinkles, the weight, the, all of the different things, or even being kind of tossed aside a bit, but there's still that inner something in you that you should kind of tap into and yeah. and 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 voice and understand and kind of embrace. So mm-hmm. with that being said, how would you what would you suggest for women that are in that mature age? We don't necessarily put a number on it because it's right. wherever you begin to feel what you feel. Right. <laughs> You know, so I don't, we don't put an age on it, but what is some advice that you would give to women to kind of, you know, take that time, understand, like you said, that the things we think are important, hey, maybe aren't a little bit, aren't so. Get out of your own way. I focus on self-talk and really what we're thinking about ourselves. Um, the Bible says death and life is in the power of the tongue. And that is so true. And we, we bring a lot of things on ourselves because of sometimes of the way we just speak. Um, so my goal really is to tap into those daily activities of daily living that we do that are damaging, Um, that actually can cause harm and can cause isolation and all sorts of other things. So really getting out of your own way and and really starting to look at what am I saying? It could be as simple as someone compliments you on your outfit and you go, this whole thing, oh, I've had it for years. It's so much easier to say thank you Mm -hmm. and believe that. But we don't. We tend to always try to feed things with something negative. So that's that's one of our key points is really focusing on that self-talk. On your website, it mentions you um, you started to embrace. We are who we are because of our the choices we make. Yes. Give us some some insight into that. Okay. first of all, that quote is what leads my life. Um, You're where you are today because of what you did yesterday. So in actuality, when we say things like we only have one life to live, that's not necessarily true. Every time you wake up, you have Mm. another life to live. And when you look at life that way and you're intentional about each day, it you're more focused on the present and what you can do to make the future better. So you become more of a victor instead of a victim. Oh, Um, wow. So, and I think one of the things that the best example I can think of is tea time, actually working on that and seeing it where it has come to today without a lot of social media presence. um, I know that if I had not had started it and just be disciplined about it and just love it, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be having a conversation with you today. So when you think about your, where you are today, because of what you did yesterday, it keeps you present and centered. That that's a good, good, that's a good advice. That's good advice. Cause I think about that too. Like, okay, I got to get this done. I needed it. And then, like you said, the very next day, you're like, okay, next, it can kind of empower you to keep moving. 
keep going. Yeah. Because in your when you're before in your teens, before you become a, an adult, you go, I can't wait to become an adult because I've got it. Oh, I can't wait to get there. I call it the there syndrome. In yeah. your 20s, you go, oh, I got to get there. In your 30s, you go, oh, I'm not there yet, but I'm going to truck. I'm going to get there. In your 40s, you go, oh, it looks like it's, it's harder to reach, but I think I can still get there. Yeah. And then in your 50s and you go up and you go, oh, I am not there. I'm so disappointed in myself. And one day I asked the father, I said, why am I not there? And he said, Beverly, well, what is there? Mm. And I couldn't answer there. I couldn't answer there. And the voice said, when you become more present with right now, your there will always be great. But if you're constantly chasing after there, not even knowing what it is, you're missing out. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, as we get older, more mature, many of us start assessing, like you just said, our lives. And what advice would you have for those who are in conflict, depressed, or looking to make changes? We, most of us, are dealing with childhood trauma. That's just, that's just the reality. And we cannot continue to bury things or, th or, or believe the notion that if we don't talk about it, it doesn't exist. What you don't confront, you cannot conquer. So you have to start looking at yourself and looking at those things that you thought you might have buried and start to unpack them. They call them triggers. Mm -hmm. um, so oftentimes as you get older, they creep up and it's and the intensity of it is even greater. I see it with my women who are in their 60s and 70s, things that they thought they, they dealt with as a teenager in their 20s that they buried, it resurfaced. But the impact of it is even greater if you if you if you're not aware that this is what's going on. This is this is from the past and I need to work on this. So definitely childhood trauma. Wow. So then adding on to that, what advice do you have for those who are happy and content? Like we don't always want to just talk about, you know, what you can do if you're down, but you're happy and you're content. What, what do you have to say to those who feel that way? Let people know why you're like that. It is not a destination. Being happy, you have to work at that. And after a while, it does, it becomes more comfortable. And we love to be happy. We love, I laugh at myself all the time. Laughter is medicine. So it's it's contagious. Don't let people make you feel uncomfortable. And I, I always tell people, don't let people clip your wings. If you want to mm -hmm. spread your wings and be happy, don't pull them in because somebody else is miserable. Because your happiness is contagious and they, they can use a little bit of that. So definitely share the love. Don't decrease. Wow. So tea time moments with Bev. Is it, I know you have an annual event coming up. Yes. Is it the annual event is coming up? Like I said, are there other events that you have for like smaller groups? We'll talk about those. We'll talk about the annual. We'll have you talk about the annual event. But then do you also offer smaller events for other groups or groups of women want to have 
the tea time moment with you. How does it really work? So we are 501c3, so we're a nonprofit, and I do what's called T-spots. So in different counties, it might be at a library, it might be a sip and paint, um, and they're usually quarterly. And those groups are smaller. Our last sip and paint maybe was about 16 people. And when we do events like that, not only are we doing some type of activity or craft, we are actually tapping into how are you feeling? How did your year go? What's going on? So we might deal with forgiveness. We might deal with grief. Um, A lot of our women are just exhausted, you know, just been pulled in every direction. So that's how we're able to kind of guide and tap into people and really just to make sure people aren't swimming alone (laughs) with the sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell us about the annual event, the event coming up. Well, the annual event, I I call it our conference now. It'll be on April the 22nd. I am thrilled and excited. It's um, it's going to be at the Piedmont Piedmont Technical College Conference Center. And each event is so unique. There's some standard things that we tend to do. We do a pledge. um, We have entertainment. And we do what's called anonymous questions. So the guests are able to write down their question. And we have the guest answer. So it allows people who are sitting in the audience to actually partake in the activity and give advice. Um, The big, the main part of the event also is every year I honor what's called a silent hero. And this is a woman who is not probably seen under the public eye or not a celebrity, but they do so much for the community. They just wear kindness on their sleeve. Their heart is just in the right place. So our our, our presenter this year, or the person that we're giving the award to this year is Dr. Angela Samuels. And so every year we select someone and we give them and we honor them for their service. Yeah. Do, you, uh, do you have like a particular theme every year? Is there, because um, you know, sometimes like at one point, COVID was out there, so everybody was feeling some kind of way once we came out of it, once we technically came out of it. Or, you know, maybe something in the financial district is going on and people are experiencing, you know, I don't know, money issues. Do you often wrap themes around maybe what's going on at the time? Or is it just kind of you come up with it as you, as you know, as you go? It's interesting. Every year, the minute I set the date, all of a sudden the theme will come and I allow I allow it to come. I listen for it. Mm-hmm. So this year's theme is awake. It's time. Wow. And so everything in that conference is intentional towards that theme. And the keynote message will be based around that theme as, as well. But it's a it's a it's an awakening time for people. So oh wow. Okay. Um Let's see. Let is one of the things that we like to focus on at Mature Lore is self awareness mm. because part of self part of dealing with getting older or becoming mature is just knowing yourself and being aware of who you really are and understanding that and 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 loving it or embracing it. Do you guys touch on self awareness at all, or what are some of the questions you find, like you said, you have a question session where guests can write down questions and other people answer. What are some of the main 
questions you get and is self-awareness ever one of those? Yes, self-awareness is uh, often comes up. <laughs> that often yeah. comes up. Um, feelings buried alive never die. So when we're dealing with self-awareness, we have to strip away all the titles, all the status, the status, everything. Strip it away so that we can get to who you are and really start to love who you are. So some of the questions we might get is, um, am I... What is my purpose? I I don't like doing this sort of thing. Why? Or I have a hard time loving myself. Mm, yeah. yeah. Or I don't feel worthy. What do you what do you see happen when you have when you have questions like that? Like you said, and other guests answer those questions because mm-hmm. it's interesting. It's almost like um being on the outside looking in. You know what I mean? You can always see somebody else's problem or how to solve it. How, what are the reactions to those questions when they get them? And then what's the reaction of the person who's receiving the answers? You see what I, do you get what I'm saying? Right. Well, it's different coming from one of your friends or, or, or a colleague or someone you're there with. Then it would be from a doctor or a counselor. Or, you know what I mean? Exactly. So in the smaller groups, of course, we know who the question, who who said the question. In the larger groups, they're anonymous. So no one will know who, who asked that particular question, but we allow the group or the ladies or whomever to answer because it's it sort of mimics the kitchen table talk as well. Because I'm sure you can remember times you might have heard your your mom or her girlfriends or cousins speaking at the table and you get a lot of wisdom from that. So we have the guests answer the question if they choose, but we also have professionals in the group who can guide and Mm we follow up with, with people in general who we feel like, okay, this person needs a call, needs a check in. Let's see where they are to kind of help them through a, their process. So if someone wanted to participate in your program, if, if they wanted to come on April 22nd, what do they need to do? Or is it still is it still open? Or if they wanted to participate just in general, maybe your next, like you said, sip and paint or the next um, pop-up that you have, how would they participate? Our information will always be updated on our website, teatimemoments.org, under the events page. It will always be updated there. And we're we're open to the public. Um, We have women from all walks of life, um, 18 and up in our group. So that's, and and we still have seating available for next week's event as well. Okay. Um, Let's see, is there anything in particular that you really wanted to share with us about other than what we've talked about, about tea time moments with Bev, that's, that's really special and near and endearing to you. Cause you started it of course. And a lot of times when we start things, they're our baby, you know? So, (laughs) so what do you really, what do you want to tell us? That's, you know, I want to say that, Tea time is built around love and the intention behind it is built on love. And we all need a soft place to land. And no matter what you're going through, 
I can guarantee you that there is someone in that room that's either gone through more or something similar to what you're going through. So you don't have to be alone. And with Tea Time, we have that loving tribe there for you. Safe place. Awesome. Um, And I wanted to ask you this lastly, Mm -hmm. because I I forgot about it. It's on my list. Um, Empowering women to use their voice. A lot of times we don't. What is some advice you can give for actually using your voice? Whether, you know, whether it's to protect yourself or, or to stand up or to start something new, what is some advice you would give? Start honoring your no. Mm. We tend to say yes quite a bit. Sometimes when we don't even want to say yes. Start slowly. Start to honor your no. Your no is your no. You're not a mean person. You're not, you know, the world isn't going to end because you can't do something. So that's where I recommend you start. (laughs) And honoring the no. Honoring your no. I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> Sometimes that's really hard. And then you feel bad. You're like, okay, I don't want this person to be mad at me. Mm-hmm. But, in you know, sometimes you look, you, you've taken others' feelings over your own feelings. Yes. Yes. And time is a valuable commodity. I mean, you can always get money, but time, when it's gone, it's gone. So you have to really be diligent on how you're spending that time. But it really does start with honoring that no. (laughs) Wow. That's a a good thing because I I hadn't thought about that. You know, you hear people say, oh, it's okay to say no. And you're like, yeah, okay. But Mm -hmm. you don't really, you know. But I don't know if there's anything else you'd like to add. This has been an awesome conversation and very enlightening. And I'm going to have to meet you in person because your niece is my neighbor and she's always dragging me out to go walking. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah. I can only imagine. (laughs) You feel better afterward. (laughs) I appreciate it. I appreciate it. If it wasn't raining, I I know I would be getting a text from her, Sherry. Let's go out and let's go walking. But it's really, really nice meeting you. And I appreciate you coming on to share um, your business with us or the nonprofit with us and what you do with us. Um, yeah. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. And I'd like to say to everyone, thank you for listening. And like we like to say here at Mature Allure, tap into your Mature Allure. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mature Allure. For more information about us, visit matureallure.net and get social with us on Instagram and YouTube at Mature.Allure, Facebook at For Mature Allure, and Twitter at Mature underscore Allure. Till next time, we encourage you to stay positive, embrace who you are at every stage of your life, and always tap into your mature allure. It's my time.